Welcome to the family with Doug Sprinthal, Black po- Podcast Master in Minneapolis, JB. When did you come up with that? <laughs> Just candle. when he gave me that. Crap. I thought he was going to say Black Panther. Black Panther, <laughs> JB. Black Steve London. <laughs> Nate Jackson. Andy Brant Bernard. And Cassie Schrader. And we'll be right back, kick things off right after this with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. <laughs> oh, God, I missed the cue again, didn't I? Doug Spreewell. A mind's a terrible thing to waste. Well, I've wasted it for many years now, so it all worked out in the end. Got on your radio. Yeah, whistling. He's got some loud loud headphones. Well, this would be a great commercial. (laughs) (laughs) Just be whistling while we're talking about selling cars. Uh, the, let's see what we would talk about. The cool car section. What it's, we would talk about. It's back live on Walzer.com. I got an email from a customer yeah. last night looking at a, this was cool, it was a 25-year-old Corvette for twelve grand. Really? He goes, is there any warranty on that? I said, you know what? There isn't on 25-year-old cars, but we do safety them. Uh, it's, they change the rotors and the brakes, put brand new tires on it. We wouldn't put it on the lot if we didn't think it was a good car. And he's like, okay, cool, I'm going to get it, so... We've got stuff from twenty-five grand to mm. all the way up to several thousand dollars more than that. <laughs> several. I like to have. That's a good sales technique. We have twenty-five grand to several thousand dollars more. Than, <laughs> that's really nice, man. You can find it that's all on Walzer.com. Just hit the cool car section. It's uh, it's fun. It's my favorite part of the website. Walzer Automotive Group. Walzer Automotive Group. <laughs> Walzer.com. I thought you were going to do the, ta- the tags. That's the worst ad ever. You do the tags. I do what, the... What do you mean it's the worst ad ever? You did it. I know. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's going to be a hell of a weekend, I can just tell, right up front. I know. It's terrible. We're back. Okay. You want me to play bumpers? <laughs> yeah, I think it's time. What is this? Prince. Well, I know it's Prince because of the drum beat, but what song is it? Erotic City. Erotic City. Which George Clinton did cover as well in a movie. George Clinton did a movie? PCU with your favorite Jeremy Piven. Oh, yeah, my favorite human being on the You ever met Jeremy Piven? I have not. Is he awesome? Biggest prick I've ever (laughs) met. And he's like this tall. Oh, yeah? Oh, he's one of those little tiny guys that has to be a tough guy, you know what I mean? Although that movie was really good. I like that movie. I told him, I said, man, don't mess with me. I'll call him Nate Jackson. He wouldn't listen to me, though. (laughs) Well, I'm not a a nice person at all. Really? Yeah, he's a terrible guy. What happened? Uh, he just got too big for his britches, as he's, my mother used to say. He just thinks he's a real big star, and he's, I mean, yeah, I, I did like his show that, uh, what was the one that got canceled? Um, oh, shoot. Not Entourage. Entourage. I mean, that had a full run. After that. Yeah, he had one, uh, one on, it was a good show, too, it was really good. Wasn't he a lawyer or something on that show? Yeah, something, I don't know. He's I a prick, it. I know that. <laughs> he's a hard time not playing a prick. Oh, no, I gotta look it up. Yeah, you know, Nate, to tell you the truth, there are only a few people that I've ever, you know, been on that show for 34 years. I've pretty much interviewed everybody there is the interview. But I just, 
you don't run across very many guys that are a pain in the ass, but once in a while it does happen. It does. Well, you guys had him out at the House of Comedy. Uh, I think by November or December he was there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that. And he was he was a sweetheart for you? I, I was before my time. Do you know what he said on the way out, though? Bye. So I'm at the house. <laughs> He's doing the show. He gets up and he goes, I want you to do me a favor and tell Tom that when I'm in studio, he talks to me only. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think so. Are you thinking of that show, Wisdom of the Crowd? Yes, Wisdom yes. of the Crowd. That's a, that was a good show. That yeah. was a really good show. Starring a finger puppet. Finger puppet. I'm trying to think of somebody else that, that has come into the studio and done the show and wasn't very... Louis C.K. is not very friendly. It's not that he's a jerk or whatever. He's just not very friendly. Mm. You know, he's just one of those guys. Andy Rooney. Andy Rooney was not, yeah, he was a he was a total dork too. Uh, yeah, I don't you know what happens. It just I've interviewed thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people, so it's it's very rare that somebody's a, look. I mean, if you if you're there promoting what you do, why would you be a jerk? It doesn't make any sense, right? Not to me. Not to anybody. I'm about to be an angel up in here. Well, I just assumed that because you already were on the morning show. So I just more angelic behavior from nature. Yeah, let's get it, ladies and gentlemen, tonight. 7.30, tomorrow night, 7 to 9.30, and of course, the Sunday show at 7 o'clock as well. And you said you're loving the Mall of America. Yeah, I live there. <laughs> Having a ball there. with that. Uh, I think it's phenomenal. You know, now that I've met you in person, you probably hit the ball, golf ball a ways, don't you? Yeah, I don't mess around. <laughs> it's gonna you know, go far. Up. Whether it goes straight is a different question. Yeah, but it's gonna go a far. Different deal. That's a different deal. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about that. But it's basically, you know, what's interesting about that is if you take lessons. You ever take a, take a golf lesson? Yeah. Because they will tell you the wrong things. They'll tell you don't try to swing out at, at the ball. Well, when you, your shoulders are that broad, you have no option but to swing out at the ball. I'm just trying to hit that. Because if you turn <laughs> like that, you're gonna turn. Woo! It's going dead left. Yeah. Well, see, my dad was the golf instructor. That's right. You told me. And that. he's OCD, so you know, bend your knees, hold your hands out, move your back, hold your back up, move your back, <laughs> hold your stomach, suck in, tighten up, do your fist, move your pinky finger, lock it with your inner finger, index finger, and your pinky finger got to be locked. Hold up. Pull your hold your elbow out right. When you look up, the club should be looking back down at you. Look at the ball. Don't close your eyes. Do not blink. On the breathe in, not to breathe out. All right. Inhale, exhale, knees out. I'm like, Daddy, I am four years old. <laughs> this is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot to deal with. Oh, man. You have brothers and sisters? Yeah, I got two older sisters. Two older sisters? Mm-hmm. They like what you're doing? Yeah, everybody's uh, excited now, you know. Now? I like that now. Well, yeah, I mean, honestly, I've, I've always kind of been good at this craft in particular. Like, it just the first time, even the first time I went on stage, like, I had success. And I felt myself long before my family was on board. Like, I was like, you guys, I think I uh, found my niche. Right. Like, yeah, okay, just keep on. This is going to be like when you were playing soccer. You know, <laughs> that was just a phase. Now we're 15 years into this thing, and they're like, maybe he is going to do it. See, that's great. Doesn't it take about 10 years to find your way anyway? Uh, it depends on where you're at in the country. I suppose that's true, yeah. Yeah, because uh, I think it's based on reps, and some yeah. places have, like, no comedy scene. So that probably takes 20 years. It probably does take forever. You know, but it probably is true. Did you ever spend any time in New York, or did you go right to L.A.? Uh, I went right. I live in L.A., so I went straight. To, I moved to L.A. two times, but I have spent time in New York. Yeah, I mean it's a great city, and that you. you I don't like, like New York. You don't like New nah, York? No, I'm cool. Why not? Because I feel like New York is hard to enjoy unless you're like on the third story or above. Yeah, I could see that. And it doesn't hurt to have money in your pocket either in New York. That's what I'm saying. Like if you if you have money in New York, it's a different experience than it if is, you're just yeah. trying to just squeeze by. You know what I mean? No, you know, you're, you're right. taking Ubers instead of taxis or instead of subways. I and then there's so many people. That, I I went to New York, landed at the airport, took the subway to my destination, and it took me maybe 20 minutes. And when I got out the subway, I was already sick. You were? Yeah, I had the sniffles and my eyes irritated, and I was—I yeah. literally had caught something that fa- I was like, "There's just too many humans. There's just too many humans." And I don't like being anywhere. It and this is just been a preference. Seven-hour airplane ride from California. Nah, that had nothing to do with it. I was healthy when I got off spring chicken, man. Sorry, it blew up. I got on that train. Somebody coughed directly in my eyeball. <laughs> and I turned into the turned into patient zero. Um, I don't like a place where I feel like anywhere I go. 
thousands of people have been. Yeah. Any corner, anywhere I sit, every chair, nothing feels new. Nothing, you know. On the West Coast, it offers that space, and even here, like I, you know, you can get out and move around a little. You're like, oh, okay, you might find a, a fishing spot no one's been at, yeah, or maybe well, five true. people, you know. Yeah, true. But I mean, in New York, it's just. There's six people trying to get to where you're standing when you're standing there, you know? You got to admit, though, because I'm I'm a, right around six feet tall, little little just a little bit over. Mm-hmm. So even I, and mm-hmm. you're 6'2", you said? Yeah, yeah, I'm a big guy. 6'2". One thing I loved about New York is I'm at least a foot taller than everybody else there. Yeah, everybody <laughs> is little. They're little tiny people. It's hilarious. I did love it, though. I, well, the first time, because I lived there in the early 80s to the mid-80s, somewhere in there. Where were you at? What borough? 20th Street and 2nd Avenue in Manhattan. Okay, but the difference, and I don't want to draw a strong line here, but you're white, and so sometimes New York can be a different experience. That's not a strong line. <laughs> I like that. It's not a strong line. You're white. Okay, okay so so, so Manhattan, but they don't treat you poorly in Manhattan, do they? Yeah, I can get my... Do you guys cuss on here? You can. Can you say black ass? You can say black ass. Okay, well, I ain't That's have my cool. black ass stopped and frisked in Manhattan. You, you know? did? No. Well, what did you do? Any other borough. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go anywhere else. No, I suppose that's true. No, it's where all my work was in Manhattan, so I had to I had to be uh, right there. So if they called me to go over and record something, I just had to go over there. So I had to live in Manhattan. I understand. Really loved it, though. I really love the delis, man. The delis are phenomenal. That's true. There's certain things that like have grown on me quite a bit that, that I do enjoy. I'll tell you another thing. They, the this food? Is a true story. All of it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Food's great. Whenever I had some time off, I would go to the public school right across the street and play stickball with all the Puerto Rican kids. Uh-huh. I got my ass handed to me on a daily basis. Those yeah. kids are good, man. Yeah. I assume they're little around. kids. I'll be all right. Played baseball and blah, blah, blah. Everything would be, no. <laughs> they are good. It was a, it was a ball. I had, I had a lot of fun doing it. Wonderful, man. I like New York. But I did, I did learn something. The first day I ever arrived, I flew into LaGuardia. I get a taxi, I go in through the Midtown Tunnel into Manhattan, and as we're going in, I, you know, I might have had a couple of drinks on the plane, but, you know, not over the top or anything like that. So I look over on, the, you know, the little medallion they have on the dashboard uh-huh. of the taxis? So I said, hey, how's, how's it going today, Armando? And he goes, Armando, familiarity breeds contempt. <laughs> I said, "What's familiarity?" First of all, all right? <laughs> familiarity. Yeah, he did not like the fact I called him by his first name. He, he thought that was disrespectful. I got, I got love hate with it. That's all. Like I, I started out like I don't like New York. Then I'm like, you know, I kind of do. Yeah. When you bring up like the culture and then and yeah. the, the delis and the, the food, the food is incredible. The, the food, food is incredible. I just didn't like you know like after after seven p.m. There's like piles of trash taller than me on the road yeah, yeah. and. Yeah. I didn't like that part. I think they cleaned up Times Square a little bit too much. They did. Yeah, I, they I, did. My first wife was from Brooklyn Heights, and we used to go out there a lot in the 70s and early 80s, and it was crazy then. And mm. It was like the end of the world. So it was all live sex shows around Times Square. Oh, yeah, absolutely. People with megaphones talking about how the world's coming to an end and junkies everywhere. And yep. Giuliani cleaned it up. He really, you know, whether you love him or hate him, he did a pretty good job for the city. Oh, another good example. Rudy Giuliani, he's a prick, too. So you got now we're at two people. <laughs> Did you ever meet him? No. Oh, God. How would I meet Rudy Giuliani? Well, I met him like six, seven times, and every time it was like he had never seen me before. And I said, yeah, I met you with Norm Coleman. He goes, oh, good for you. It's like, what? Hey, not a pleasant person. He wow. guys thinks he knows everything, you know. Yeah, I get that feeling watching him talk about, um, you know, president and all that stuff. You, uh, do you have to deal with doing comedy? Do you have to deal with all this fake news that's going on now? Because apparently this John McCain thing, the ship never happened. That they, you know, it was apparently it was decommissioned to, to, for some fitting or cleaning or whatever they're doing. But did did Trump actually say he didn't want to see the ship, or was that made up to? See, I don't know. I but mean, he that's his that's the none. thing about it. Like he wins. Because there's so much disinformation that we no longer right. know what a real story is. Yeah, that's true. And we I didn't agree. question that for any other POTUS. No, you're absolutely right about that. And I just... Yeah. I don't it's you so bad that you can't trust anything you hear unless you verify it yourself. Which yeah, is but then you sad. hear, like, the terrible stuff, and you're like, is, is that... Uh, there's got to be a way to verify. Like, are, we re- are, are there really children dying at the border? 
Like, are there really? Are we really about to go to war with Iran? Or is that all? I don't think we'll ever know. No, well, we'll know when a bomb drops. Yeah. We'll know. We'll, we'll know, and then we'll be too deep in it to be like, why didn't we stop him? Well, we didn't know he was serious. That's the same thing with all the stuff at the border. It's like we would have never been okay with that. Yeah. Even if you have, you can feel however you feel about immigration, but mm-hmm. snatching children from parents anywhere on earth mm-hmm. is just nasty. No, it absolutely that's is. That's just nasty. But you know what's been going on for decades. That's the other thing. People don't see that's the lie they tell. It happened during the Obama administration. Mm. I mean, it happened before him, long before him. Mm-hmm. So to, to point it out now by these people, and this cages thing, again, built during the Obama administration, they are not cages. It's a fenced-in yard to keep the kids away from the sexual predators. Mm-hmm. Now, to stick up for the previous president, it was a little... So what happened, and it was 2014, it was Central yeah. America... Right. Parents were sending their kids here unaccompanied. Yes, that's exactly They right. said, if you can get across the border, you'll be a citizen. And they're like, oh, no. In fact, Biden flew down to Central America and said, we're going to send everybody back. We're going to need your help. We're going to have to hang right. in. We'll put right. them on planes. So that, that's a little different than going, okay, you go over there and give me the five-year-old. Yeah, how often does that happen? Or I saw buildings like old Walmarts that were gutted out that were turned into centers for processing the children. Oh, is that right? They were being warmed with foil blankets, it looked like. Foil blankets? Like a, it was shiny, like metal-looking blankets. Oh, the space well, that, blanket. Yeah. The latest idea might might clear this all up, because you see that, uh, that Trump is, wants to put a 5% surtax on everything that comes out of Mexico. So until you stop letting people just roam into our country, you're going to have to pay a 5% fee on everything. Actually, it's going up 5% every month. Every month? Uh-huh. Holy wow. God. But aren't those American companies who are shipping their product back into the country? Uh, some of them. Lot, some of them are, yeah. Yeah, some of them are or, definitely. Well, you know, a lot of cars are made in Mexico. I don't know. I just wish you would say. The, the biggest problem I got with that whole deal is I can't remember the guy's position, but he's in the, he's in, you know, the, the ruling class of, of the country of Mexico. And they got him on, on camera and on tape telling Mexicans who are migrating to the United States, do not learn how to speak English. We're trying to take that country over. That's not Sounds a good like a nice idea guy to be talking like that. Right. Uh, you know, is there anybody You should have said right? it in Spanish, then we would have yeah, never known. Yeah, I would have known. never known. Hilarious. <laughs> That's very, very true. No, I don't know. I just try to, like, I'm a pretty much a centrist, so I don't, you know, I'm not, I don't support Democrats nor Republicans. I just sit and watch. It is pretty entertaining watching these people. Mm. Everything's panicky. Everything's a big panic, which I don't really understand. But you, but you know, I talked to you about that earlier. You don't do any of that on on stage. You just kind of do what you do. You don't deal with a lot of politics, huh? No, not really. I'm just telling jokes. I talk yeah. about what I'm personally things I personally experience, and in the end, a lot of people have experienced that kind of stuff. It's the human experience. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's smart. I I talk, I'm talking about smart. dating and family, and you know, things I've been through. Okay, you so know, what I've never been do? a politician. We're, right. We're going to take a little break, and we're going to come back and talk about dating and family. <laughs> is that all right? <laughs> yeah, let's I get like into it. it. We'll be right back in a couple minutes. Nate Jackson in studio, Rick Bronson's House Comedy. Tonight, 7.30, 9.45. Tomorrow night, 7 to 9.30. And Sunday at 7 o'clock as well. We're right back with the family. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. 
there's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. A little Led Zeppelin on a Friday. Mm-hmm. Got the ticket. Where are you going, by the way? You're all dressed up. Where are you going? Don't I'm lie. Up. I'm just wearing a dress with skulls on it, with roses in their mouth. You have oh, there are skulls on it. I didn't even notice that. You have skulls on her dress. It's a beautiful day out. I don't know. I just felt like wearing a dress. Should we, should we put Nate through the test? Sure. How old do you think Cassie is, Nate? Oh. <laughs> oh, now I don't know because when people say that, it's usually a little yeah. older than you expect. Yeah. Um, well, you definitely look very young. She does. Okay. Yeah. You look like you can't drive yet. But, <laughs> but, I have been mistaken for an eighth grader. Right, right. That is true. Um, <laughs> but um, I, have a, I have a good eye. I've looked around the room a little bit, and you have a humongous ring on so you have to be of age for that to be acceptable mm. you're not Amish no um, you're not Amish <laughs> so okay. I'm just gonna go uh, 32 and leave it at that older alright 42 and leave it at that <laughs> younger, younger. alright so you're 35 and leave it at that a little older I'm leaving it at that okay <laughs> Nate I gotta tell you one I could have given you a tip she has 11 children well, maybe wow. you are Amish. <laughs> <laughs> no, my, my husband and I, we have a blended family. Yeah. So, yeah, between the two of us, we have 11 children. That's outstanding. Yeah. Indeed. How many of you contributed to the 11? I contributed three. Nice. So he yeah. came with eight, eight. children. Eight children. Yes. And you still were like, let's go to the movies. Yeah. <laughs> I tell people I have four kids, you're like, I'm good. No. I'm like, right. Yeah. I'm out here single with no kids struggling, and he's got eight kids in tow. Yeah, well, some of, four of them are adults, and they live on their own and everything. So Isn't one of Mandy's age? Uh, probably. 32? Yeah. No. No. Uh, well, in... yeah. Well, yeah. yeah one, one of them is 30. like 30 or 31. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. So he's older than you then? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Not much older, but... Tat, that's exactly right. Eight kids worth of older. <laughs> yeah, but we have like six school-age kids in the house, and we have fun. You have six school-age kids? Yeah. This guy must be handsome. <laughs> yes, he is. Oh, uh, here we go. I tell him every day. Actually, like... Pull every... out? What do you tell him every day? Pull out! Stop finishing like that. What do you tell him every day? I don't know. I just tell him he's handsome. Yeah. Make him feel good about himself. On a daily basis. It's working. I always ask women, like, my wife is far too attractive for me, and then you got Cassie, and you got all these... I always ask them, what were you thinking? (laughs) I mean, seriously. I ask my wife, what were you thinking? Mary and me. What the hell is wrong with you? I can can figure Catherine, her and I are kind of similar. We're more attracted to personality, not to say that you guys... Don't worry about my feelings. (laughs) Not to say that you're not good looking, but we're more more attracted to a personality type than we are... Well, then I'm still screwed. The exterior. Not a good good thing. Because I've met guys who are very good looking, but they're the biggest assholes I've ever met in my life. Yeah, JB. Oh, thank you. (laughs) <laughs> is that why i'm single well you know Maybe. you are kind of picky yeah i'm very picky mm. there's nothing wrong with that no nope. <laughs> nothing wrong with that it all works out in the end a lot of crazy women out there yeah. yep no. i was picky and single <gasps> for like eight years. <laughs> good lord there is yeah that'll happen it's and, all you know true. and that, you know i'm getting closer to my 60s than being in my 50s and Gets harder and harder. Mm-hmm. So I have a question for you because I, I used to run into you once in a while. You'd be out on a date with somebody, but are you dating at all now? 
Uh, he's on Tinder. You know that? <laughs> no, he's on Tinder. Swipe, swipe, swipe. Like, was it swipe right, good, and left bad? Or uh, what, what is left that? is bad, right is good. Okay, so left okay. is bad and right is good. Okay. I've, in the very early phases of something. Like Are you really? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Tell me so I can ruin it. Yeah, it always <laughs> happens when I do tell you. That's why I always I go in the morning show. I'll go in the morning show and go, hey, lady, I don't know what you think of with JB, but you're way off the mark. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to you. So how long has this been going on? About a month. Aww. That's Ooh. why I said it's very early. That's why I'm very nervous talking about it. You want me to talk to her? <laughs> no. No, I do not. <laughs> don't want anybody to talk to her. Does she listen? To this? Yeah. She listens to the playback sometimes. Oh, she yeah. has. Right. Well, then yeah. we will she, leave it alone. And she, but, and she <laughs> finds the show to be very... Alone. What did she tell me? That the show is very real. Well, see, that's good. There you go. Yeah, man, I, have a, I, I did a show and I was just talking about um, some past stuff that I've been through. And the current girl that I was talking to took offense to it as if it was like happening now. No. Oh, right. yeah. And literally blocked me on everything. Oh, my I'm God. like, you're talking about, I was talking about college. Mm hmm. I'm talking eight years ago, 10 years ago. And she was like, now. <laughs> <laughs> the content of your character is the same. And I'm like, come on, people grow, man. The right. content of your character, hey, it was good enough for Martin Luther King, is good enough for you, isn't it? I don't know. For me, too. <laughs> yeah. I had a dream, but it wasn't about all that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Most brilliant comment ever made. Most brilliant statement of all time. Judge people not by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I really wish we would do that. Wouldn't that be nice? Well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, not you, Steve. Maybe everybody else's character. Some of us do and some of us don't. Do what? Judge people by the content. Yeah, the I suppose character. that's true. Man, I'm judging people by everything, man. Every cue, every color, every wiggle, every everything. move, eyesight, hand gestures, nonverbals, all of it. I need all of it, man. This world is nuts. I want to know what's going on. But most, most people, I can tell them within 15 or 20 minutes. Of That's what? all I need. Of what? If it's somebody that I want to be around or somebody I want to run away from. Oh, really? Well, I think that that makes you... Perceptive. Uh, no, actually, <laughs> he's slow. 15, 20 wow. minutes? You gotta, I mean, if you've been to New York, you got to read somebody yeah. in 15, 20 seconds. You'd be dead yeah. by then. you got to know the person I've never been to New York, so what does that take? Well, so where are you from again? St. Louis. Louis? What part? There, East St. Louis? No, no, no. Oh, no. Okay, no. So, so you just judged an entire region of people. <laughs> no, 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 no. I am not no. from East St. Louis. No, I will back him up on that one because I used to work for Capitol Records back in the day, and I used to have to call on WESL uh -huh. over in East St. Louis. Uh -huh. They didn't like a honky being over there. <laughs> they didn't care for that at all. East St. Louis, when was I was rough. growing up, had Still two is. things going for it. Yeah. Nightclubs okay. and athletes. Okay. They were a major exporter of yeah, college true. athletes. That's true. Mm -hmm. What else did they have going for themselves? That was it. Hour they and clubs. murder. And murder. And murder. Well, one of our greatest exports would be dead bodies. <laughs> well, That's really well, they. What was it? At one point, they cut, because there was little, tons and tons of vacant lots. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they finally cut the overgrown six-foot-high-plus weeds. And found bodies oh, all over the place. Oh man! Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Not just good. in the grass. In the grass. That, that probably had to have an interesting smell. Yeah. Well, that's because the city. As had long as they were old enough, then no. But and this was in there's, there's, there's a, a sweet spot. There's a sweet spot, spot where it's really yeah. funky. Yeah. yeah. This was in <laughs> this was in the nineties. I'm watching you, kid. <laughs> <laughs> this was in. Keep an eye on my I watch a lot of criminal minds. You can't smell that stuff on TV. No, I um. This was in the 90s, and at one point they sued the federal government for $2 million. Now, I, I know that sounds like chump change, but that was enough to get the street lights back on and the trash picked up. So wait, what did they sue them for? Just not the lack of support. Makes sense. Right. So that was enough to get the trash picked up, which then in the mm -hmm. vacant lots cleared, but that was when they found people Damn. decomposing. Mm, it's awesome. Not good. So, 
You ever, you ever work for Capitol Records? <laughs> I don't find that guy yet. I say all that to say when you when you're in St. Louis and you know that East St. Louis is right there and all that's going on, you got to be a quicker judge of character than 20 minutes. <laughs> oh yeah, that no. is very. That's, that's like I, the majority of an episode of The Simpsons before you're like, I don't like this guy. <laughs> I believe me, I spent very little time in East St. Louis. I hear you. Very little time. So I, I once around. dated a girl from there, but it was go over there, pick her up. Get back, <laughs> Get back to St. Louis. Get back to my side. Go to Coco's? Side. Never heard of the place. You never heard of Coco's? Nope. Oh, it's phenomenal. It's a diner. You never heard of Coco's? It's a diner. <laughs> Me either. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I looked at you. I'm like, you guys. Maybe, maybe it's, they shut it down. <laughs> How about, uh, let me see, Steak and Shake? Well, well you remember Miss Pat complaining about Steak and Shake. Yeah, well, I was Miss Pat complete. Oh, God. You know Miss Pat at all? I do. <laughs> you should see him around her. Smitten? No. No, he's scared. Exactly. Scared. <laughs> <Or> smitten. <laughs> what happened, man? Phenomenal. <laughs> Let's hear about it, Jamie. She was in here, what, the last week or two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, she was here. <laughs> no, I love the woman. She's just the sweetest woman on earth, and JB's terrified of her. I'm not terrified of her. I just... So you, there, there's a word my mother you would use that I won't use. That, that <laughs> What's it start with? A T. Uh, okay. Tramp? You didn't say tramp. Uh, no. I think I know uh, it. What's it end with? Ling. <laughs> oh, she's trifling. <laughs> she's trifling. Yeah, I was going through all my black words. <laughs> I was like, terrible, trash. <laughs> Turned up. Uh, okay. Tawdry. Trifling fool. <laughs> and you're funny for saying it is with Ling, not G. <laughs> Ling. But, like, but I see, that is a black word. No, oh, for sure. Bougie and trifling. Bougie. Like, yeah. Bougie. Yeah. Well, she called me bougie. bougie. Many times. Do you know what bougie? She, she called really? you bougie? Yeah. Why? <laughs> Which you Why? Yeah. You know. <laughs> you're not bougie. Your fingers are all ashy. <laughs> <laughs> That's because I just took off rubber gloves. No, that just means you just wash your hands. You're clean. But I'm just saying, bourgeois and bougette, or I'm not feeling that vibe. You know what I'm saying? Bougette. Right. I like You got your glasses on top of your your cap, man. You're chilling, brother. Right. You look like you might bass fish a little bit. No, I don't do any no? fish. You play some drums on the side? Nope. All right, I'm going to read you. You ready? Go ahead. All right. Because um, you, would, you, you would be totally wrong. Do you poop? <laughs> we all do. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Let's start a song we know for sure. Huh? Well, do you? As much as I can, actually. I love it. Now, so she just rubbed you the wrong way? Took you 15 minutes to figure that out, or it was a little faster for her? Oh, Miss Pat's been, been here so many times that, yeah. yeah. Oh, I should tell you, by the way, Nate, yeah. uh, uh, we had a guy come in that you probably know that was kind of picking on JB, and the next time he came in studio, JB brought a baseball bat in with him. <laughs> <laughs> I said, say something else, huh? That's exactly what I said That's to him. Who's yeah, the guy? Him. It's a national comic. Named? Gilbert Godfrey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to bring a bat. I was going to say, all you got to do is stand up real fast. Why <laughs> <laughs> ah, you going to stand up on me? Are you going to tell him why you got mad? Right? Yeah, yeah, he, he wanted me, for a whole show he kept saying, say things like, damn, 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 I'm not, you, I don't know nothing about birthing babies and stuff like you that. He wanted to do every black line Fine. from every movie ever. That's what Gilbert wanted him to do. <laughs> Why? JB thought it was funny, but then all of a sudden it hit the wall. Yeah. Like, well, it was funny the first, like, you know, first 80 or times. 90 times. <laughs> right, but... a, lot, a lot of going. lines from good times, that's what right. it was. Yeah, it was a lot of well, that. He wanted you to be JJ. I guess. JJ. Oh, you know. I think he asked you to, well, I think you said, say dynamite. Oh, right. God. That. He did actually say Dino. I was condescending. <laughs> so I could hear it. He's like, like, Shuck I... for me, Jive! Yeah, <laughs> Shuck for me and Jive. He brought that bat out, huh? Yeah. It's like, we're not going through this this, this hour. It was hilarious. Talk about life, player. hilarious. <laughs> 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 or yours ends today. <laughs> I swear to God, she's sitting right where Doug is now. Yeah. And I'm talking to Miss Pat, you know, and, uh, and she tells a story about when the bullet went in her side and came out her nipple. Did okay. you know that? No. Oh, yeah. She got. She has, I think it's the left nipple. She has no so. left nipple, right? 
Really? Because a bullet blew it out. Mm -hmm. The guy tried to kill her. Exit wound, yeah. Yeah, an exit wound. Straight out the end of her nipple? Blew it right off, yeah. So she goes, don't forget, Tom, I don't have any left nipple. I look over, JB goes, <laughs> just dropped. It was very funny. Well, she did say she pulled a gun on the guy. So. Yeah, she did. yeah, she did say that. She yeah, touched so her she car pulled a gun and uh, then he shot at her. Yeah, yeah. She used to be a drug dealer. Yeah, she was. She was uh, peddling some stuff down. I think it was Atlanta, where she grew up. Yeah, so she yeah. was selling dope. Yeah, and she was like 15. Well, it's pulled like a gun out, and then somebody pulled a gun out. And he tried robbing. Her. He tried robbing her or something like that, and he. She chased him, kind of, and he shot her. And she didn't realize she got shot at first. She thought she snagged her nipple on the door frame. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She did. She, yeah. she snagged I don't know what hurts She tells the story She's like it. She's a tough cookie. I love Miss Pat. <laughs> I do, too. Dang. I tell you what, man. If you've ever been hugged by Miss Pat, that's a good hug. That's a full hug. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's a very sweet person. It's a, nurture, it's a nurturing... Nurturing, full-bodied hug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. But, you get lost. But I couldn't feel that missing yeah. nipple, so that was good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she goes, yeah. We'll be back in a couple minutes more with Nate Jackson, ladies and gentlemen. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. <laughs> well, you're rocking out today. What's that all about? It's Friday. She's got her skulls on her dress. It's 90 degrees outside. You knew you have your skull dress. I didn't even know. I looked there and I was like, oh, that's a nice outfit. Yeah, all of a sudden you said, because like from here you can't see that there are skulls. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you went like this, like, Jesus, you're right. Yeah. Lots She's of her Trente Uno de Mayo shirt. Her, mm-hmm. her yeah, husband deals in the macabre and the mysterious and the paranormal. Parent, yeah. Can oh, you tell him what's coming up yet? Mm-hmm. Huh? Okay, when you mention what's coming no, up yet? No, we can't. I but, didn't he, think so. but his TV show, I think it's supposed to air the beginning of October now. So that's the, the date, out, I think. He's out still shooting it now, isn't he? Um, not right now. He's home. Oh, he's right home now. now. Okay. Yeah, but. Um, you guys believe in ghosts? No. I'm sure you do, at least as a supportive wife. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I do tell him he's handsome every day. That's you no, knocking do. stuff down upstairs? Yeah. Well, honey. <laughs> I do, because I've had experiences. And really? Unexplained experiences, and I'm a skeptical believer, so I don't, every little weird thing that happens, I don't assume that it's paranormal. Uh-huh. I try and figure out what it is first. Now, can I ask you something? Sure. I'm sorry that was mid-sentence, but you said every weird little thing that happens, and you looked over my shoulders if something had happened <laughs> no. over here before. <laughs> and I just want to make that clear. because well, ghosts hang out in the corner all the time. That's like their favorite This thing. particular yeah. corner? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, well, now. They didn't used to, but now they will. Um, well, if you guys are getting full coverage of this room on that camera, then yeah. 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 <laughs> I've had unexplained experiences and stuff, so... Um, I, I have to believe in something. I mean, I can't say that nothing happened because I, you know, it happened to me. Wow. So, um, what exactly it is, I don't know. What happened? Well, I've had, I've had, I've seen shadow people. What is it? What? 
shadow people. Yeah, it's, what? It's was that a black ghost? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It, well, I don't even believe in ghosts. I never heard of no black either. ones. Um, <laughs> there would be ghost slaves everywhere. <laughs> We've had a pretty tough history here. Yeah, there would be. Well, a shadow person is like it's supposed to be like a an entity or a spirit that just takes a dark form. It doesn't need to be. It doesn't doesn't mean that it's evil or bad. It's just that's the form they take. So I've seen those. Um, I've had. Uh, I've I've used equipment and had a lot of experiences with equipment. Um, EVPs, ooh, which is. Um, Electronic voice phenomenon. Okay. But and I've had and I've listened to playback and I'm hearing voices that weren't. I'm the only one in the room and I know I didn't say anything. Really. And I hear yeah. it on a recorded device. So, um, yeah. And I just I don't know. It's interesting and weird and I like it. You know, it's kind of interesting to me and I don't understand this because I grew up a, a Roman Catholic, mm -hmm. right? So, all the way through school, I went. To Catholic school until I was in ninth grade, and they never ever mentioned exorcisms or anything like that. I didn't nope. know anything about that until that movie nope. came out. They're right. extremely rare. And really? They're they're outlawed in a lot of places now. Mm -hmm. oh, are they? Yeah, you can't do it. I tell you what, if any little kid started talking like that to me, I just start laughing. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, she got so nasty. It's like really. Well, the new the new term now, and this is with um, you know most Christian denominations, is called deliverance. It's not an exorcism, and that's with Baptists and evangelicals and stuff like that. And that's when they have those churches and people, um, I don't know, they just kind of have a group exorcism, if that's what you want to call it, or a deliverance. Well, they do. Yeah. That's where they cast out a spirit. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's not like spirits of perversion and things like that, but I don't know. Here's my thing. Mm -hmm. What did you hear? Like, what were the ghosts saying? Um, well, I've heard them say my name. and then Like uh, how, though? Well, we asked if anyone is in danger in this room, and oh. it said Winnie. And my family's the only one that calls me Winnie. Everybody else calls me Cassie. So How to say it? Winnie. Just Winnie. Winnie. Was it like that? No. Winnie. It was just was it like, Winnie. Winnie! <laughs> I've had I've had some I've had we were I was in Missouri and we were uh, investigating the Belvoir Winery, uh, which is the old Odd Fellows Asylum. Mm -hmm. And we were doing an EVP session. There's a winery and an asylum? It used to be an old asylum. They they tra uh, made it into a winery. It's a beautiful place. You know how they lost their minds in the first place? By drinking alcohol. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> they were really doing, nice we're having right spirits there. with spirits. That's yeah, what spirits we're doing. Ah. Um, but uh, we, I, I can't remember what the question was, but we heard a get out and then... Like somebody asked another question and it just okay, went hold get on. out. Like so, you. Well, why? why? <laughs> <laughs> so it said get out, mm -hmm. and then somebody asked another question. Well, Were we you didn't... with all white people? Yeah. <laughs> I knew. I just go. feel like. I mean, you've seen the movies. If somebody says get out, okay. you would have heard a door like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna. So someone asked another question. Like, what is the next question, JB? We don't hear it until after we Where's play the it back. Where's the door? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, how do I get out that right. way? Like. <laughs> I don't I like know. That's it. it doesn't scare me though. I don't get scared. So. Oh yeah. I don't know. I my pants. <laughs> so you do that is scary stuff to you, right? Yes. Oh, no, me too. I, but I just don't believe if it. If I heard a voice say "get out," I'm getting out. I don't know. Like <laughs> I, I don't know. I, for some reason, it does not scare me when I go to a haunted location. I put my foot down right when I walk in a room, and I'm like, "You're not gonna mess with me." I mean, I just, just like you walk in and stop like, verbally out. Yeah. So everybody can How do you, you threaten a ghost exactly? <laughs> you're not going to mess with me. Yeah, just That's okay. Yeah, you're not, not going to mess with me. <laughs> yeah, and I don't get messed with. So it's, it's like Richard. It's like Richard Pryor said. Don't bring up Richard Pryor. I love Richard Pryor. <laughs> That's my guy. Oh He's like, God, is I can't ugly. remember the whole story, but he went. He went the ghost went, hello, and he went, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> My favorite still might be from the movie Car Wash, when the guy started going after him, being a fake reverend, fake uh -huh. minister, and he goes, you're lucky I'm a Christian man. I'll be down there kicking in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> he was, I, I will never forget, Nate, when I bought that album, it first came out. It does piss me off, Nate, that I can't say the names of the three albums that I have by Richard Pryor. Oh, well, why can't you say them? Because they all three got the big N in them. Oh, Super? Mm -hmm. Super's one. That uh -huh. blank is crazy. Uh -huh. And Bicentennial. 
blank. Yeah. You had three of them, and I can't. I got all three of them, but I can't say the name of the albums. Well, you. I don't know if you're supposed to even own the album. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I think you got a guilty pleasure. It's cultural, cultural appropriation. <laughs> I will tell you, I asked to God, this is a true story. I, I got the album. Uh-huh. I saw him on, I don't know, Ed saw it, Tonight Show or something like that. Nice. I said, man, I got to see this guy. So I get home. Now, I have not heard any of his, uh, you know, uh, non-TV stuff. Non-TV stuff, uh-huh. right? So I put it on the record player. My mother's upstairs. He starts with it. <laughs> right. She goes, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it's not Roman Catholic, that's yeah. for sure. He's dropping the F-bomb down there. and he's. Uh, no, I thought, I, we just uh, had uh, had Richard Pryor Jr. on this show. He's the nicest guy in the world. He's had, oh, yeah? Yeah, he's a really good guy. I met his uh, I met his daughter Rain. Oh, Rain's a great person. Yeah, she is. She absolutely. I haven't talked to Rain now in a few years. She's be on all the time. Remember that JV? Mm-hmm. I met um, that kid that was saying he was his dad, but he wasn't really. Oh, really? Mason Pryor, I think the kid's name was. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. Oh, he got all yeah. exposed. You know, my favorite of all time with that whole deal. You were talking about Prince earlier. Mm-hmm. This actually happened. That all these people started claiming that they mm-hmm. were <laughs> Prince's mm-hmm. relatives. Prince's, uh, relatives, right? This one guy who was in prison claimed that he was Prince's son, but he was older Older than Prince. Prince. It's not going to work. He was older than Prince. I'm his son. But, uh, yeah, it's unbelievable. I tell people a story. I met Prince one time at the very beginning of his career, Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm I'm in my friend's house. Owen Husney was his original manager from Minnesota here, and I'm in... Cliff's Eagle's house, and they're all over there. And he walks by, and he was like literally five one. Little like fella. That. He's a little fella. And he walks by, and he looks at me and goes, Hi. That was about how loud he said it, too. Really? He went, Hi. That's the only thing he said, and just kept on walking. Wow. He was, uh, he was, an, he was an interesting guy. Introvert. It's really, really too bad with the drugs, so that's, God, that's, that's terrible. terrible. I mean, what a talent. Really too bad, but. Well, that's, that's what it was, right? It was a... Opioid. Was yeah, yeah, it was, was a propofol, I think. Propofol, there you oh, go. Oh, man, that's what got Michael Jackson. Yep. Oh, yeah. no, yeah, with or Prince? Was it? No, it was, was fentanyl. fentanyl. It was fentanyl? Yeah. Um, yeah, fentanyl. Yeah, fentanyl. It's basically the, the same killing, thing, but, yeah. they say yeah. 600 Americans a day or something yeah, like that? I think that's terrible. Right, yeah. Yep. Well, they're using it to lace heroin. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, so when people... They dose up on heroin, thinking it's just heroin. Yeah. There's fentanyl in there. But isn't and it like a hundred times more powerful than heroin? Yes. Yeah. yeah. At least. So, and I watched his documentary, and I was watching it, and they're like, "Yeah, we we kind of like it when we have laced the fentanyl with the heroin, and people die on overdoses because then the they call them the junkies or the fiends. Yeah. They, they want they want that high. Yeah. They're like, right. oh, that's so good, it'll kill yeah. you. I want it. That's how desperate they are for drugs. It's so true. that's why they they cut it's it. With, so good, it'll kill you. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. But of course, I mean, everyone thinks, oh, it won't kill me. I'm yeah. I'm right. smarter than that. Right. Or, My mm-hmm. body can take whatever. Yep. And they've had the drug binge that they survived. Like, ah, nothing can get me. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. So but fentanyl, no, you take that, you're dead. Andy, is that a heart thing? Is that what happens? Uh, it's a respiratory thing. Well, it's respiratory. You just stop yeah, breathing, yeah, basically. Yeah, you just don't have any muscle control. Yeah, yeah. and then really? your heart, you go into cardiac arrest because you stop breathing. Because <laughs> you yeah. stop breathing, mm-hmm. yeah. So everyone just has heart attacks on it? Pretty much. Well, a cardiac arrest is when your heart just stops. Yeah. So it's not an attack. It just no heart worse. attack. Yeah, worse. it's worse <laughs> when your heart stops. Yeah, that's crazy. So See, that's why I liked beer and wine back in the day, except for not too much. <laughs> yeah, huh. I could get a little nuts. I'm sure that's shocking to you that I could get a little crazy, but. Uh, <laughs> It was fun. I, w- I was just at Paisley Park last Friday. Well, that's right. You said you went there. That's so right. oh. I've been there twice now, and it it's very emotional because I was I'm a huge Prince fan, and just to see his guitars and everything that has come out of that, yeah. you right. know, and through his life, it's it's just amazing to see it. You know I what the second worst know thing how... about Prince dying is? Now the first obviously is a great musician died. Mm-hmm. The second worst thing is. Every national band that tours the Twin Cities insists on playing Purple Rain. Yeah, they yes. do. They they absolutely Garth Brooks. No, we don't need to hear <laughs> did he you do Purple do Rain. Yes, he, he did. did. Yes, he, did. he sang it his way. 
I have no idea. I had a little twang on it. I only wanna be here. It's awful. Though when we were at the state fair last year, we saw Boy George, and he ended his concert with Purple Rain, and he did. Everybody ends up with a Purple Rain. But he did a beautiful job. Boy George makes sense. Yeah, because he was in that same time era as Prince during Purple Rain and stuff like that. So I thought he did a nice tribute to him. Was dead. Boy George. Yeah. No, uh-huh. they thought he was going to die for a while because he was kind of strung out on drugs as He's well. Back, of course. He's back. Can you storm off some TV show or something? He's man George now. <laughs> He's, <laughs> He's man George now. He's actually grown. phenomenal. I, I he has grown. actually a really soulful blues, bluesy type of... Oh, he was of, a great singer. He's just oh. kind of a wreck. But yeah, yeah, if you yeah, see him live, though, I recommend seeing him live because his band and what he's doing right now is fantastic. Speaking of seeing people live, house of comedy. Live comedy. on down. As far as live entertainment that is best in person. You're not going to do Purple Rain, are you? I will now. If you come, <laughs> we're playing it from the sound booth. Everyone sing along. Rolling. I'll get the house band in. It'll be a good time tonight. <laughs> so the, the deal is tonight, 7.30, Tomorrow night, 7 to 9.30. Sunday at 7 o'clock as well. Uh, and basically what you're going to do is you're going to go show up for the show, and then somebody's going to have to track Nate down because he's on tour in the Mall of America. Yeah, I live there. You love, you love it. I, that's amazing. You really have nice I live thing. at the mall. I live at the mall. Yeah, I'm at the Radisson. I live there in a wing of the mall. Well, that Radisson Blue is a nice, nice it is. hotel. Yeah. yeah. That is. They have no microwave in my room, though. I don't know if it's just my room in particular, but uh, I think yeah, probably. It's not it's the best for uh, you. getting up hungry and trying to figure out what you're going to eat. Don't they have anything open all night? No, no, everything closes. At oh, is that right? Nothing's open yeah. all night. The, the latest you can get food is at one o'clock on Fridays across the street. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. Well, there's an IHOP over there that's 24 oh, hours. Yeah. I went there the other night. Um, the IHOP. Yeah, and it was packed really? at like say two, three mm-hmm. in the morning. All the Hat. Yep. Well, no, because oh. it's Ramadan, so all of the Muslims oh, yeah. have a yeah. small window where they're allowed to eat. Right. So it was packed. I thought it was just after was sundown. Sunset. Yeah. <laughs> I could be wrong. But I, don't know. I don't know, but what I do know is there was like five groups of 17 plus, like hmm. huge. Oh, they were slammed. They had no one in there. It was like one server, oh. and they were just and everybody's like, no pig, <laughs> no pig, no pig, no pig. Guys, like it's all beef, guys. I got it. No bacon, no pork on anything. And what, I still don't understand what is the basis for for the Arabic and Jewish faiths to not eat pig. Is it because they were filthy a, back in the day? Yeah, yeah. disgusting animals. God yeah. said yeah. you couldn't eat anything with a cloven hoof. It's Old Testament stuff, isn't yeah. it? God said you couldn't eat anything with a cloven hoof, so yeah. centaurs are out. No yeah. centaurs. Can't eat. Centaurs. You can't eat horse though. Because their hooves aren't Yeah, because their hooves, yeah, horse meat's but okay. Like, um, they had a lot of weird rules back in the Old cows? Testament. Cows? Don't they have hooves? I don't think they're cloven hooves. No, they're not cloven. They do have hooves, but they're not cloven. What exactly is cloven? What, it has like a split. Like a split? A, yep. a split in there. Instead of just like a like this, it's like this. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight is the night you need to go to the Mall of America, Rick Bronson's House of Comedy, see Nate Jackson. Tonight at 7.30 or 9.45, a couple tomorrow night, a couple on, on one on Sunday, 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. It was terrific having you in. I appreciate you coming in this morning. appreciate you coming in here. Thank you for having me, man. This Absolutely. has been awesome. It's terrific. Great people. We will be back with the family.